And so number one is God has an authority umbrella for me. Isipin mo yung isang payong, meron siyang covering that na kung sa labas ka ng payong na yan, hindi ka protected, hindi ka uh, shielded sa mga dangers or sa elements ng weather. But when you come under the umbrella, a kind of covering, and God has for each of us. So we, if you like it or not, it will help us if we accept and are aware of the various umbrellas of authorities in our lives. Uh, if you are aware and accept that, you'll enjoy good fruit, you'll enjoy the benefits, and God can promote you, use you more as a leader, as a influencer in your world. We are called to be salt and light, and God can use you as salt and light better if you're undercover. So think about right now the different areas of your life na kung saan merong order, merong uh, authority. Isipin mo sa family. Is there any authority that exists in your family? At school, at your workplace, may authority ba doon? May chain of command? May organizational chart? Uh, sa church or sa community. And identify the, the specific people who are in authority in your uh, world. And if you are aware of them and accept them bilang authorities, it will go well with you. Okay, number two is that God is testing my attitude toward authority. So take note of your attitude anytime na merong interaction or exchange of communication sa mga authorities. Do you accept them? Do you reject them? Ikaw ba ay yung taong na tipong ayaw na you don't want people to tell you what to do? Are you reluctant or resistant sa authority? Yung iba dyan na nagtatanong lagi na bakit, bakit? And laging kinakwestion yung mga authorities natin. Or maybe you want to be equal with them. You want to be equal with your authorities. You might feel it's unfair na may privilege sila na wala sa amin. Or it's unfair that they have other kinds of freedoms that we don't have. Okay, so this test, the test of authority, will reveal kung anong laman ng puso tungkol sa authority. Okay, if you want to pass this test, first thing is, don't focus your attention on the faults or the mistakes of your authority, but focus your attitude towards them. You see, usually, we want to change the person in authority. We want to change the government. We want to change our boss. We want to change our teacher. When really God is wanting to change our heart toward the authority. Dahil ayaw ng Diyos na ang attitude natin ay kayang i-sway. Ang nais ng Diyos is stable ang attitude natin. Stable ang ating heart towards people no matter what they do. So, observe your attitude during times when you don't agree with your leader, you don't understand the decisions of your boss. Okay? Pansinin mo ang attitude mo, ang puso mo, tungkol sa kanila mga decisions o sa kanila mga actions. 
Now, later, papakusapan natin na what about if someone is a bad authority, a bad leader, uh, they make wrong decisions. Papakusapan natin yan mamaya. But let me say this, there always has been and there always will be bad leaders, unfair authorities. Okay, so again, God wants our attitude to be right and God is not really looking so much doon sa kanila if they made the right decisions or the wrong decisions. Okay, alam ng Diyos yan eh. There's always been bad leaders. But God is looking and focusing on our heart because ang goal ng Diyos is na ma-develop natin ang proper and stable attitude that cannot be changed by other people. Okay, so number three is this, that God uses authority in my life. Okay, letter A is to protect me. Diba sabi ko may payong, and that's protection. And when you uh, walk down the, the road, and then yung payong mo is hawak-hawak mo dito sa side mo, why would you do that? Pag may payong ka, you go under it so that you have protection. Now, in the spiritual world, we have an umbrella of protection. We have leaders that watch over our souls, like Hebrews chapter 13 says. We have authority in the house. We have authority at school and at work. The police are authority. They bring protection. All of the authorities in our lives, God uses those people to give us protection. Either social protection, physical protection, mental protection, and spiritual protection. Did you know that Satan respects authority? He actually is forced to follow the chain of command in God's kingdom. And if you are not under any spiritual authority, you are open attack for Satan. He can come and harass you and attack you and discourage you and beat you down and turn your heart away from God. Pero kung ikaw ay napapasakop sa authority na spiritual, a leader who is praying for you, watching out for your soul, alam mo, hindi basta-basta kayang uh, atakin ka ni Satan because you have a protection in the spirit world. In the kingdom of God, mayroong nagbabantay sa'yo and Satan cannot touch you without going first through your authority, through your leader. So it's very important that we understand God uses authority to protect us. Second, God uses authority to mature me, to mature me and develop something in my heart na kinakailangan ko for my next level. Kung ako na, if I look back doon sa aking past na buhay, my parents, uh, teachers at school, coaches, and other church leaders, I recognize two things. First of all, each one of them, God put them in my life. God was the one who arranged that person to be in my life for that season. And so, even if I think they were sometimes unfair, if I think that they uh, made the wrong decision, but at least I have to recognize God put that person in my life. The second thing is, God used that person to develop me. Kahit na yung mga leaders na mm, nakasaktan sa akin, or sometimes they did wrong things to me, or I felt treated unfairly, God will still use 
that authority in our lives to develop us and to mature us. So if you want to grow mature, stay under the umbrella of God's authority for your life. Uh, the real question is, will you submit to God? Kasi ang pinaka-ultimate authority is God. And then He delegates authority to your boss, to your teacher, to a, a pastor, to your parents. And we need to realize, sa bawat situation, when you submit to that authority sa buhay mo, sa daily life mo, you're actually submitting to God. Even if malisila, wrong decisions, unfair, hindi yan ang tinitingnan ni God. God is looking at your heart attitude. And when we submit, right or wrong, to our leaders and to the people in authority, it's as if we're submitting to God. And when you know that, pag na-realize mo that you're actually submitting sa Diyos, hindi sa tao, mas madali na maki-ayon o maki-cooperate and become submissive sa mga leaders mo. So I want you to look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 18, hanggang 24. It says, Wives, place yourselves under your husband's authority. This is appropriate behavior for the Lord's people. Husbands, love your wives and don't be harsh with them. Children, always obey your parents. This is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, don't make your children resentful or they will become discouraged. Slaves, always obey your earthly masters. Don't obey them only while you're being watched as if you merely wanted to please people. Be sincere in your motives out of respect for your real master. And whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly as though you were working for your real master and not merely for humans. You know that your real master will give you an inheritance as your reward. It is Christ, your real master, whom you are serving. Did you get that? He says, don't work just for people. Don't submit yourselves to the authority just only of people. But as you submit yourself to earthly authorities, as you work for the authority in your, in your job or in your church or in your organization or in the community, realize that you're actually submitting not to people, but to your real authority, your real master in heaven, Jesus Christ. God wants to use me and use the authority in my life to help me to enjoy his benefits and to become a leader myself. So this is point number four, that God wants me to have authority so that I can be the light and the salt in this world. But in order for me to have authority, I first must be under authority. When I talk to the barangay leaders in Baguio City last week, I told them, if you want to be a great leader, you first need to be a great follower. Because as you learn to be a follower, you learn what it's like to be a leader. As you learn to submit to someone else, then it will help you 
when the time comes that other people are following you and submitting to you. It says in Luke chapter 7 verse 8, there was a powerful military captain who came to Jesus and this is what he said, I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one go and he goes and that one come and he comes. I say to my servant, do this and he does it. So ang sinasabi ng centurion soldier na ito, ang sinasabi niya kay Jesus, Jesus, I understand you have authority. Naintindihan ko yan because I myself am under authority and I have people under me. So when he asked Jesus for healing para sa kanyang servant, ang sabi niya kay Jesus, maski na hindi mo punta sa bahay na personally, you can send someone or you can say the word and I know that you have authority. And Jesus was so impressed because this guy was a true leader who understood authority. And you will have authority and you will be a leader when you first put yourself under authority and are willing and cooperating as a follower first. Okay, so I'm telling you that a manager, a great manager, is one who has first worked for a manager. You know, a great mother is one who had a great relationship and submitted and cooperated with his own mother. A great leader in church is one who was first a faithful church member and then a faithful church worker. And then maybe now he's a pastor, but he understands what it's like. And so anytime that you have an opportunity to be a follower, and to submit to leadership. Don't avoid that. Embrace that chance because God wills your experiences as a follower to better equip you to be a leader. God will use your experiences when you submit and how that feels and how that makes you feel humble and that makes you feel like you're giving up your rights. But God will use that time and those experiences that you have submitting to better empower you others are submitting to you when you have the responsibility. So please recognize that. And, and let's look in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. It says, Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That certainly would not be for your benefit. The Bible is very clear. We have to submit to spiritual authority and do what they say because, you know, maybe you don't realize this, church. But mananagot ako sa Dios for, for you and for the ministry. I will answer to God for what happens in our church because God has put me in a, a role of responsibility. And so you just don't realize it, but I go to bed praying and thinking and, and caring for the flock and for the ministries of this church. And so the Bible says, you know, cooperate, obey. You just... It, it would be a joy for them if you would follow well and submit well. So let's uh, talk now about three points 
that I want to share with you that malalaman mo kung ano yung ibig sabihin na authority and there are three things that I need to clarify para malaman natin kung ano yung very legitimate authority because may mga authorities na hindi legitimate and may mga authorities which are legitimate and I want to help you to identify what it means to have real and legitimate God-delegated authority. Okay, the first thing about legitimate authority is may balance. Okay, so balance. Tandaan mo yan. Ibig sabihin, the, the privileges o kaya yung authority na meron sa isang tao ay balanced with ang kanyang responsibility. You can never have authority na wala kang responsibility. So if you just want authority just for the sake of showing your power over other people, hindi po legitimate authority yan. Legitimate authority is when you have a responsibility, therefore, you have some authority. For example, if you have uh, two children, dalawa yung mga anak mo sa bahay, and then umalis kayo ni misis, and you left one child, yung, yung 15 years old, siya yung in charge ng 5 year old. Yung 5 year old has to submit and has to obey the 15 year old. Yan ang privilege for the 15 year old. Okay, you're in charge. Ikaw may authority. And so umalis si mama, umalis si papa, but when they come back, Kung may gulo sa bahay, kung may nangyari, kung may accident, sino mananagot? Yung 5-year-old or yung 15-year-old? Of course, the one who has the authority also is responsible for what happens in that, uh, in that scope of authority. If you're a business owner and you, you work for that company, you're just an employee, you might not have the same privileges. You might not have the same authority as the manager or as the owner. But if that business, halimbawa, nalilugi na yung business at may utang sa banko yung business, hindi nakakapagbayad ng kanilang electric bills. Well, you're just a worker. You don't have the same authority, but you also don't have the same responsibility. The bank will demand from you in the court. Loweco will not come and cut off your personal house electric bill, uh, electricity. They will cut off the electricity of the shop owner. So, ibig sabihin, yung shop owner. And many business owners invested everything they have to set up a business. They put all their money there. So, they have responsibility. They have risk. But they also have the privileges. So, it's unfair now that they have the right to tell you what to do. It's not unfair that they have flexible work schedule. And you have to follow a specific strict time in, time out. It should not offend you that their pay is higher than yours. That's just the way it goes. There's balance. You have a certain authority. You have a corresponding responsibility. Many people that have authority live with that responsibility 24-7. And the people that don't have the same level of responsibility... They can go home and sleep and wala silang iniisip kundi yung sariling house nila. So realize that there's always balance. There's always privileges but may kasamang responsibility. Okay, number two is there's a limited authority. Authority is not 
unlimited, it's limited. For example, the policeman sa downtown, may authority siya to control traffic, to stop trucks and cars. But it's limited to that function. Ko ano yung purpose ng authority? Hanggang doon lang. The policeman cannot come to your house and uh, dictate how you raise your children, how you cook your food. So may limitation ang kanyang authority. Another example is if you are a stewardess on an airplane or a conductor on the bus, may authority. Sasabihin niya, umupo kayo. Dito ang seat mo. Uh, bawal na magyosi dito. You have to pay now the, the fare. So, meron siyang authority within that limited area. Pero once na bumaba ako sa plane, once na bumaba ka sa bus, wala na siyang authority. His authority stops after you get off. A teacher at school has authority to tell the children to behave, to give you an assignment. You should submit your work on this day. May authority yung teacher. But after school, no more authority. So we understand that authority is limited. And it's not you have authority just because. Na wala lang. Para maipakita mo yung power sa tao. Now, authority always has a purpose. Okay, God has a purpose for every person in authority in our lives. The city council, the city mayor, the school teacher, the school principal, the pastor, the cell group leader, the policeman, the government official, our boss. Everybody has authority. But each authority in our life has a specific purpose. So real authority, number one, is balanced. Number two, is limited. And number three, real authority is delegated. Okay, all authority comes from God. Tingnan natin sa Romans chapter 13 verse 1. Everyone must submit to governing authorities for all authority comes from God and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So, if there's a manager, there's usually an owner or a CEO. Laging merong mas mataas na kaya may authority siya because naibigay sa kanya yung authority. If there's parents, they can delegate their authority to the 15-year-old. Yung older sibling now has delegated authority for the younger siblings. And a pastor might give authority to cell leaders or a ministry team leader. Your boss might give authority to someone in your workplace. So, just recognize that authority is always delegated. Meaning, eventually, if you go to the higher authority and the higher authority, there's always going to be a higher authority all the way to God. God is the highest authority. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28, All authority has been given to me. So, bakit may mga kings, may mga presidents, may mga bosses? Because God has a structure. God has a system of delegating authority. And good or bad, right or wrong, it will bear fruit, good fruit in our lives if we recognize that and accept that the authority in my life is not just that person, that man, that woman, that pastor, that boss. The authority sa buhay natin is all the way up to God. And when we obey and submit to the authority in our lives, 
we're actually obeying and submitting to God himself. Jesus even recognized delegated authority. Nung siya nakulong, Jesus was, was captured and chained. He was tied up and he was brought to Pilate, the governor of the Roman uh, district. And here's what Jesus said to Pilate in John chapter 19, verse 11. You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. So Jesus recognized that Pilate had authority and it was legitimate. Jesus did not deny that this evil, sinful man who was about to order his execution, Jesus did not deny that he has authority. He just said, your authority came to you from above. And so if you have authority, recognize that you also have to represent your higher authority. So if you're at work and you have authority or responsibility at work, tandaan mo, there's someone above you, your company, your boss, your director, kung sino yung na sa superior authority than you. And you have to obey and represent that person well because it's obeying and respectful to God if you do that. And if you delegate responsibility, you're giving also the authority. Hindi ibig sabihin, hindi ka na responsible, ang ibig sabihin that you have to delegate authority and then you also accept and take the ultimate responsibility. And you're also responsible sa authority na mas mataas sa'yo. So here's the application for today's message. Okay, you ready? I want you to apply this this week para my, my challenge for every one of you this week, ito yung challenge. Anywhere you go, sa school, sa loob ng isang bahay, sa office, if you even go to a store, if you walk into a government office, the first thing you do, number one, is look around the room and decide who is the authority in this place. Alamin mo kung sino yung chain of command at alamin mo kung ano yung structure of authority doon. I'm sure every store, kahit nasa Mercury Drugstore or sa Sari Sari Store even, is a grocery store, RTW, even sa mga nagtitinda dyan sa tabi, every place has an authority. Every government office, every school, every, every workplace, there is some chain of command. There is some organizational structure. I want you to practice this. When you go into a room, when you get into a place, look around, determine kung sino yung authority doon, and the next thing is, magpasya na magpasakop doon sa authority. Put yourself in your heart attitude and in your actions, put yourself under that authority and watch the blessings of God come to your life. Watch the fruit of your own leadership begin to develop and grow to the next level. Watch the protection of God wherever you're in a store and you're protected because you're under the authority which you're really under the authority of God. And when you go to school, you're under the authority but you're actually under God. Tandaan mo and watch how God protects you under the umbrella. Watch how God matures you and enhances your skills and the anointing on your life. Watch the way God will use you and use your season of submission 
to actually equip you to have more authority. So in conclusion, mga kapatid, God has an authority for me. God is testing my attitude towards my authority. God uses authority to protect me, matured me. And God wants me to have more authority. But in order to have more, I have to be under authority. And the legitimate authority is balanced, limited, and delegated. And the application for today and for this week, go to a place, pansinin mo kung sino yung authority, kung anong levels of authority doon, put yourself under the authority, maybe starting right here at church, starting right in your own house when you go there. Wives, submit to your husbands. Fathers, submit to Christ. Okay, children, submit to your parents. And as you submit in your season of uh, being under authority, watch the blessings of God, the protection of God, the development of God to enhance you to be at the next level of influence in your world. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes right now. Thank you, Father, for the umbrella of protection. Thank you for maturing me as you put authorities, different kinds of authorities in my life. And I pray, Father, that you just give me a heart that submits, a heart that could pass the test of authority, a heart that uh, is able to even submit to unwise authority, even leadership that is unfair. Father, give me an attitude like King David that submitted to Saul even when he was trying to kill him. Give me an attitude like Jesus that never did anything on his own authority, but he always submitted to his Father in heaven. Let me have that heart that the attitude is right no matter what my authority does. Right or wrong, good or bad, just help my heart to be in the right place. And I pray, Lord, that you would raise me up and develop me and develop everyone in this church to be a leader, to have authority, to have responsible scope of influence in their respective workplace, in their homes, with the people that they influence in their world. And I pray that you would cause us, Father, to have the right heart of submission to you, that whatever you say, we will not disobey, we'll obey. We will not resist. We will just submit. So thank you for being a good authority and for changing our lives. And may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you as you submit to different authorities in your life. Not reluctant, not with a bad attitude, but with a joyful heart knowing that you're actually submitting to God himself. God bless you and see you next week for part six of Pass the Test.